0: Tell you what you don't see much of these days. What? Fitness videos.
1: Do you remember yeah. back in the 80s, everyone
0: was releasing fitness videos. Yes. I reckon you and I should release a fitness video.
1: Like one of those ones that they have in, like, people can just do in their lounges and stuff like that exactly. as well. Exactly.
0: So they put the video, the VHS, in their lounge. Maybe these days it'll be on DVD. Something Although like maybe these days might be on YouTube or something. In like the other. cloud. It was come out of the cloud. Come out of the cloud. But it's you and me uh, in leotards uh, on mats. And yep. people can watch along and we'll go, right, now I want you to do this. And there's, like, music going on in the background. But we should do it. To Absolute Radio style music. That would be amazing. Uh, no one does rock fitness. Uh, could anyone suggest a location
1: as well? Because obviously, like some of those, I remember doing the Joe Wicks thing ages ago and he's on this beautiful beach somewhere in the, in the south of France. <laughs> Is there an area where we could be? Like, I don't know, Leon C, uh, Broadway, something like that? Or Back where? Of Wicks. Back of, back of a wick somewhere like that would be good wouldn't it yeah Car yeah
0: forklift trucks everywhere let's. let's be where the absolute radio listeners are
1: open to all suggestions here uh, get in touch now and maybe get 15% off your ver- first DVD or first lesson uh, hometime at absoluteradio.co.uk are you interested <laughs>
2: They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Home Time Podcast with Bush and Ritchie.
0: Hopefully you've had a good day at the office, at work, at school today. Hopefully you haven't lost it. All right, Novak Djokovic. Did last night. Didn't he ever. He's out of the US Open. You may have uh, seen or read or heard about this today. Uh, it wasn't going well from yesterday. He lost his temper. And as he's walking across the tennis court, he just hits a tennis ball behind him in rage at what was going on. That tennis ball then went on to hit a, uh, a line judge and Novak is out of the tournament. Can we do, just spend a
1: second talking about the, the woman that he accidentally hit, right? It hit, it hit, she said it hit her in the throat, mm. which is when I used to fight with my brother, right? he never just accidentally hit him in the chin. It'd be in his, in his throat. <laughs> I feel like she was overplaying it, slightly. you
0: feel like she was overplaying it? I've seen the video. The ball didn't appear to be travelling maybe as fast as you'd think. She's yes. going to be OK, folks. She is going to be OK, which is, which is good news. And uh, that was Novak's sentiments as well. But sometimes in life, when you, when you flip out like that, when you lose it, you're not intending to do anything like that, but then the ramifications just go the way that you weren't thinking it. Let me give you an example, right? a couple of years back when we tried to get our little baby to sleep through the night. Oh. You can remember what that's like. Those it's a days. nightmare. There was an evening when it was going so badly and I thought we'd cracked it and I thought the little man was down to sleep upstairs and then over the monitor crackles the sound of a baby's cry and I lost it. <laughs> what did I do? <laughs> I took it out on a little box of Pers- a Perspex, box yeah. of Ferrero Rocher's and I punched the box. <laughs> Smash. I put my fist through the box and I'm thinking that's it, I'm taking it my anger out on you Ferrero Roches what I didn't think was that for the next 15 minutes I'm going to be picking shards of perspex Ooh. out of my wrist I just thought it would be a soft impact of squash chocolate but it sounds like you had a nightmare at an ambassador's party though exactly it's all kicked so, off after what happened to Novak and what happened to me with the Ferrero Rochers, what happened to you when you lost it what were those consequences we want to find out you can text us 81215 you can tweet us at Absolute Radio Absolute Radio
2: If you insist on listening to them in your own time then we can't really stop you OK, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie.
1: The female line judge is going to be forever known as the tennis equivalent of Rivaldo. If you remember him going down like he'd been hit by a sniper's bullet on the corner flag there. So <laughs> the, the tennis Rivaldo. I've, I, I have uh, a kind of an angle on this in that I marched our family. You know sometimes as a dad when you lose it and you get all red and itchy around the neck and you go, right, that's it, we're going. <laughs> uh, we went to go and buy a, so we were looking to buy a sofa and I marched the family out of a well-known sofa shop a high street sofa shop because the guy was being really rude and he wouldn't come and speak to us we we were all the the buying signals were there we want to buy one of the damn things but he wouldn't come and speak to us so I made us get up and march out and my eldest daughter Erin brings it up I would say on a fortnightly basis
0: (laughs) still annoyed even thinking about it now Natalie in Ipswich texts to say I once lost it with a cake tin the tin was slightly bent and the lid would not fit properly after minutes of failed attempts to get the lid on the tin got thrown across the room which bent it even more and definitely didn't fit husband just Watched and laughed. I finally got a new tin seven years later. Imagine how good that feeling is though, whacking a cake <laughs> tin, that'd be great.
1: Great sound. Uh, John says, uh, as a young commie chef thought it'd be funny to set a light to the back of my head when I was at work. <laughs> what? So hey. I lost it, as you can imagine, I, and this is this is the brilliant retaliation, I threw his beef jus into the sink <laughs> and it had been reducing for two days straight. That's the way to get back at him, chuck his jus in
0: the sink. Uh, Aiden, what happened to
1: you when you lost it?
0: I had an old Vauxhall Viva,
3: which uh, was very temperamental. Uh, When it wouldn't start or wouldn't run properly, I had to keep opening the bonnet up to suck fuel through the fuel line to get it to start. And in the the end, I just had enough of it one day, and uh, I punched uh, the—I think it was the the front right-hand driver's side of the car above the the indicator—and all the filler exploded off of it, (laughs) revealing a dent that was there. With the previous owner, put like the filler over.
1: Both. Wow, so you're a little bit like Basil faulty taking a, a stick to his Mini. There's something incredibly, I imagine, cathartic about doing that, though. You know, because a lot of the times you moan about stuff but you can't do anything. Actually, physically, smashing it up must have been a great feeling.
0: Uh,
3: yeah, it wasn't until I
0: realised what the damage I'd done to it. <laughs> the irony is, is you may have kicked and kicked the filler out um, that had been put in because someone else had kicked it there because it also thought it was a terrible car. <laughs>
2: I hadn't looked at it like that, so yeah, it could well be. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. is what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking.
0: Wendy says, my husband was trying to dig out conifer roots. Okay, I I imagine that is a tough task because Wendy says my husband lost it. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) He hit the spade at the trunk so hard that the (laughs) the spade spun out of his hand and whirled around and the handle hit me by mistake. It knocked me out. The spade bit cut into our garage roof. Oh, no. I was three months pregnant at the time. Luckily everything
1: was fine this is the problem Like when you just look at the clip which is what we're talking about Novak Djokovic accidentally hitting the uh, the line judge with the ball you can yeah. see the moment he, he hits it with his racket yeah. he's almost trying to pull the ball back and go oh god I'm so sorry yeah.
0: and he's not even looking at the direction the ball goes this is it it's these little
1: moments of rage uh, someone called Has No Place on Twitter says and he's sending a photo a typical bit of FIFA rage on the Xbox at the moment I mean, uh, Ikea make pretty solid draws but not FIFA rage proof and he <laughs> appears to have kicked the top drawer uh, actually off his little chest of drawers there (laughs)
0: Beverly says, Impatiently, I was defrosting my freezer compartment by chipping away at the ice with a fish slice. Ow. After it snapped back and twanged my knuckles, I grabbed the knife in anger and I managed to puncture the metal of the fridge. That cost me a new fridge freezer. This is it. There's always consequences, but sometimes it is worth it. I love this one. It says, My moment of rage
1: happened after an argument with my girlfriend a couple of years ago. I kicked the bin on the way out and it smashed and a potato and carrot peels exploded out the top like a confetti cannon. <laughs> I was picking him up off the floor for ages afterwards, loving that. And we've got Joanne on the line. Joanne, tell us what happened when you lost it.
4: Well, it was years ago when he asked they what on, um, the, whatever it was, Top Idol or whatever. Yeah. And my husband said they were rubbish, they couldn't sing. And I said, well, they could, because they've obviously been chosen by judges. So we just had this... this argument went on for ages. So he said they couldn't, and I said, obviously, they could. So anyway, he went away, and we still had an argument, and I was... Um,
1: So just to confirm, sorry, before this story continues, just to confirm, if anyone missed that, you you and your husband had a massive argument about the uh, put together (laughs) band hearsay from Popeye.
4: (laughs) Yeah. He's standing here laughing. Yeah, we did.
0: Carry on. So you've gone to work, but the argument is no, he, still... So he, bro- he's gone to so work. he went
4: away. Yeah, The argument was still, like, simmering. Yeah. So I was in such a temper that I threw frozen sausage <laughs> <laughs> at the
0: wall. Right. And it
4: put a hole in the wall. So I had to quickly plaster like, fill it and plaster paint over it before he came home because I didn't want him to win the argument.
0: <laughs> oh, Joanne, that's amazing.
1: You must have absolutely hurled that frozen sausage to actually put a dent in the wall. <laughs> (laughs) That is
0: rage, isn't it? (laughs) It is. Joanne, when Kim Marsh went through that spell of working on Coronation Street, could you watch the soap? What happened?
4: (laughs) (laughs) Every time I see now, I just threw something at the telly.
2: (laughs) (laughs) The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. If you're listening, it's probably not Hometime anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name.
5: Absolute radio.
1: Such an embarrassing thing happened to me when I was driving around this weekend. (laughs) You know when you drive, you put your credibility on the line a little bit? If something bad happens, it can really quite hurt you. Do you know what I mean? It can hurt you quite bad. Uh, we did a family day trip on Saturday to Brentwood, uh, which is a lovely place. This is where we did nearby, where we did our um, outdoor socially distanced hometown show in a pub. I remember, yeah. Thought let's go into the town. The town was very nice. However, uh, it was sullied somewhat by this. I managed to get our VW van wedged <laughs> in the entrance to the Brentwood multi-storey car park.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Driving in with the family, right? And I've had this before with our van. Where you think, I'm not going to get under there, but I think you think, I'm not driving a bus, I've got to be able to get under there. First bit of the car went in fine. And bear in mind, the sign wasn't one of them signs that's like hanging on a chain or whatever. It's like the top of the wall. A rigid one. It's a rigid, top of the wall sign. And I just hear this unbelievable... <laughs> screeching as the back of the van gets completely stuck. <laughs> Go on the way into the most story <laughs> car park. Our, our two daughters have got their fingers in their ears Thea the youngest is absolutely petrified and then I just the worst thing ever happened I, I thought we are stuck I don't know what to do I can't go any further back because it wouldn't move couldn't go any further forwards because that's going to take the top of the van off <laughs> Some passerby fella um, stopped and was admiring it, going, oh mate, that's a nightmare and he suggested, which turned out to be a fantastic idea, of uh, letting the air out the tires. Great foresight, very yeah. good. Dropped it down a bit. He then sat on this was like, you know like people would the way someone would get a tank out of a mire in the World War One. He sat on the back a bit to put the weight down and I managed to get the car back out again. Brilliant. Which is good thinking. But I I thought we were going to be there all day. Genuinely thought that'd be it, we're stuck for the rest of our lives. Were you stopping people from coming in, I take it? A couple of people came around the corner, saw what was going on, and just almost to help me save face, decided to do a Yui and disappear again. <laughs> so embarrassing. But my, I was speaking to my dad on the phone about it, and you love the bongo friendy that my mum and dad had. Yes. The van back you were when conceived I, I, in I this. was not conceived in a bongo friendy. Okay. That, uh, that is up there with the Banksy rumour. <laughs> <laughs> but um, they, my dad said he had the same problem. He got They got their van stuck when they were in a multi-storey car park oh. in the south of France because of an air vent or something like that. So I thought, just to make me feel a bit better about it myself... Uh, What about we do this hour of the show on
0: stories of being stuck? You ever been stuck anywhere? Got stuck in something, stuck in a place? Uh, Two things. First of all, you're such a mild-mannered man. I would pay... I would pay £250 <laughs> to have been an invisible presence just to, to witness the whole thing. Honestly, we've been talking first hour of the show about losing it. <laughs> I, I promised the that, that I was going to stop
1: effing and Jeffing in front of Thea, and that went right out the window.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but secondly, I will tell you after the next song, all right? I will share the story. It's not going to take too much imagination for you to construct it about me and a flume at a swimming pool. I can't wait. 8, 12, 15 stories are being stuck.
2: For a podcast, we told them to do it themselves, and here it is the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie.
0: I did get stuck in a flume. It was oh. so embarrassing. It was when I was uh, a, a lot larger, uh-huh. a lot larger, uh, to the extent <laughs> that I was aware how large I was. So I wore a t shirt. one of those. In the flume place, because <laughs> I wanted to do the swimming, but it was a little bit embarrassed. And I, I, I got in this flume and just went nowhere. So then turned round and oh, I had to sort God. of commando back out. The worst thing was, 15 minutes later, I overheard two kids going, Mum, there's the big guy I was telling you about. Oh, <laughs> God <awful>. bless you. <laughs>
3: (laughs) Bush
5: and Richie. Tesco Mobile, the only network to help you feed the family for less by giving you Club Card Plus at no extra cost for six months. Search Tesco Mobile. Every little helps.
1: Jeff says, "Guys, not quite being stuck, but was kind of worse, I suppose." My brother was driving the work van and was desperate for a KFC, so he decided to go through the drive-through. But the van was too big, and instead of getting stuck, he took the frame with him as he drove around the corner.
0: <laughs> oh dear! They obviously need to standardise van heights and all that kind of this thing. This is it. This, how are you supposed to know? I'm not the only one who's done how this, surely. How are you supposed to know? <laughs> You're quite right. Uh, Alistair says, I was 17, snowed home from school, decided to take my brother's car up the hill to see how much snow there was. Got to a three-foot snow drift and decided to do a three-po- three-point turn on a single-track road <laughs> but slid into a field. No traction, stuck 20 yards into a field two miles from home. There's something carry-on about it and I kind of <laughs> like it. Joe, how'd you get stuck?
4: Well, I was um, sleeping over at my friend's house and his mum said... I could sleep in his bed with him as long as I slept in a sleeping bag. So uh, I was incredibly hot in this shiny sleeping bag. And then sort of in the middle of the night, I rolled over and I slipped between his bed and the wall. And then I was sort of face <laughs> down with my arms down the sleeping bag completely wedged. And he had to uh... <laughs> Sort of moved his entire room and wardrobe and chest of drawers and things as the way to release me.
1: Oh my, oh, how embarrassing! Wow. So it was, it was. Did this end the relationship?
4: Oh, we weren't in a relationship. We were friends.
1: Oh right. Okay. Cool. <laughs>
4: yeah,
0: but she's about as believing as uh, as uh, your mate's mum was. So that were, nice. you were, you were just definitely completely definitely
1: platonic. Sweat. You just slept in his bed <laughs> in a sleeping bag. Nothing <laughs> to worry mean, about.
4: I sort of. I was quite surprised. Well, basically, the friend was gay, but his mum and dad didn't know it. Um, and uh, yeah, she said it was fine to sleep over as long as I slept in a, in a sleeping bag. So, so
0: well, fantastic. you're taking that control to the next level by rolling down <laughs> <Yeah>. into a. <laughs> I can't get you down there. Yeah. <laughs> Absolute Radio. The Hometime
2: Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately,
0: it still contains the two of them talking. Steph says, I got stuck in a dress in Oxfam in (laughs) Dalston. (laughs) I panicked and called my friend who had to rip it off me. We had to buy the dress and then throw it in a skip. That is, honestly, an ex-girlfriend of mine
1: got stuck in a top she was trying on uh, in Liverpool Shopping Centre and... (laughs) It's, it must be really traumatic. We're talking about getting stuck in stuff uh, this evening on the show. I also want to just mention my friend Andy Lamore, cracking surname, who when we were in our teens, he got he got trapped in the upstairs staff toilet at the Burger King in Fleet Walk in Torquay. And it affected him for years after that. Uh, this one here says, my Mum got her arm stuck round a U-bend pipe putting expanding cat litter down the toilet. And her hand was stuck there for two hours. And she started... Uh, oh. Apparently she started to laugh, and relaxed her hand, and then she got it out.
0: That sounds like an episode of Michael Burke's 999. Uh, Ali says, Guys, I once got stuck upside down in a serving hatch at my <laughs> boss's house. <laughs> I'd gone to check his house because the alarm had gone off and had to climb through the serving hatch and go... <laughs> got jammed with my knees on the edge of the hatch and my ankles jammed on the shelf above it. That is unbelievable, well done you.
1: Andrea from Chingford says, boys we had a faulty door handle in our first flat and it kept sticking I was getting ready one morning and a breeze caught the door and blew it shut, trapping me in my own bedroom. I was home alone and my now husband was two hours away my father-in-law had to drive
0: over and rescue me whilst I called work to explain why I'd be late <laughs> Right, nightmare. this this should be good military man John is hanging on, what happened? To to you, John?
3: Yeah, so many years ago we were on an exercise and my drover took our Land Rover onto a frozen piece of ground and we were in Otterburn in the winter. It's kind of cold and snowy up there on the Scottish border and thought nothing more of it. Anyway, a couple of days later we went to leave our frozen position and the Land Rover had sunk into the ground because the ground had thawed out. And it, a couple of hours of digging, couldn't get the Land Rover out. We had to go get the local farmer uh, to come and drag us out with his tractor, pay him off with a case of beer. And uh, Pipey, my driver, had to uh, basically never live it down for the rest of his time in the military. And I still remind him of it nowadays.
1: So you're, you're, you're talking Land Rover in, in the kind of military sense, like a, like a camouflage Land Rover type thing?
3: Absolutely, a, you know, a fully four-by-four four capable vehicle. Um, <laughs> theory that literally had sunk down. You know, well, tweaked axles and, and even then beyond it, it, was, it turned out it was quite a boggy piece of ground, I and mean, we probably shouldn't have parked there.
0: But can we just take a minute and salute the resourcefulness of yeah. the British military, where with one crate of beer and a farmer's tractor, you rescued the situation. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Indeed. And what would we do without beer? I think it's a cheap stuff story. The Hometime Podcast
2: with Bush and Ritchie. If you're listening, it's probably not Hometime anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name
5: absolute
1: radio. Right, let's move on. We we're a little bit worried about doing this tonight. We're not sure if this is the right time, but, you know, this is a whole family here on the Hometime Show, so we, we're in this together or not. Uh, this is the, uh, one of our most beloved features. We stood it down, Richie and I, about six months. It's been stood down for about six yeah. months after these unusual times. But we thought maybe it's time to dust it down, uh, open the shutters and fire up the generator once more on the Hometime Taxi Club. It's a bit dusty around here. Let's see if it still works. Yep. There we go. One more button press. Beautiful. Yeah. Uh. Oh Phew, it works. Sometimes when you turn it back on again after four or five months, you're not sure if it's going to fire up, but it has. I, I thought the shutters
0: were going to jam halfway up. you have to get someone in. We'll yes. roll under each time <laughs> if we want to get in. Hey, look, the Time Taxi Club <laughs> is back up and running. Thing is, are there any members out there? This could be a very short feature. <laughs> it could be. The whole point of this
1: feature is to connect with people who are sat in cars or dropping people off, whether it's kids to clubs or... Some loads of people pick their other halves up from work. stuff like that to help them out so they can chat to like-minded adults not like that but just in terms of enjoying a bit of music but we don't know whether people are doing this at the moment
0: so look we could be standing this feature back down in around (laughs) about five or so minutes if no one gets in touch but if you are sat there right now waiting for someone or you've just dropped someone off and you're getting no thanks whatsoever then pipe up get in touch with us 8 12 15 for your texts you can tweet us at absolute radio it's back up and running it's the home time taxi Club
5: Absolute Radio,
1: the hometime podcast with Bush and Richie. Bush and Richie here with your hometime show a 45 song love note or mixtape for you having your tea, and that's on the way, I'm sure, a little bit later on. <laughs> Meanwhile, we brought it back and we're very
0: happy that it has returned. It's the Hometime Taxi Club. Uh, positive, positive confirmation about Elizabeth. Uh, we had reports of the dad taking her to ballet. It is indeed happening. The Hometime Taxi Club is well and truly on. Uh, if you are running people somewhere or you are being picked up or you're waiting to pick someone up, get in touch. 8.12.15 to be saluted for the hard work you are doing. Uh, Alan, where are you right now? Well,
1: I'm, I'm seeing as I say, I'm seeing outside where my wife works outside the um, doctor's surgery uh, where she's a nurse uh, my, she was using my well our daughter's car but my daughter went back to work today so hence wife had no car so, so it was down to me to so it was down to me to bring her in and pick her up to take her home.
0: You are very much the taxi driver. Absolute
1: taxi driver hundred and ten percent. Indeed. Okay and you do good do you do good chat when you're driving people around what's your normal patter? <laughs> <laughs> I, I just asked my wife about her day, and and uh, uh, pretend to listen. <laughs> yeah, indeed, yeah.
0: You <laughs> ask her how her day is. What would you say on average would be the time until you get to ask a second question? <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, it, it depends on how hectic her day has been. Fantastic. Very discreet. That's the first rule of being a taxi driver. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Radio. Bush and Richie here with a back-to-school Hometime show. We did mention this earlier on, if you're a school kid and you're still in your school uniform at 6.33, <laughs> you need to have a word with yourself, you're a shambles. Get changed.
0: Now, this time last week, uh, we were at home having our dinner because we weren't on our show because we were looking after Dave's, uh, Dave Berry's breakfast show oh, because yeah. he's back from his holidays. Uh, thank you to Ben Burrell for being with you lot last week. But, while we were on The Breakfast Show on Friday, do you remember we spoke to David from Leatherhead? Oh yes. Now David from Leatherhead is the guy that was going off on a Tinder date over the weekend for yes. the Sunday roast, do you remember? That's him, yeah. We, we thought he was very brave because he was going for like, lunch on a first
1: date, which yeah. I thought was an amazing thing.
0: And we flippantly said to him, David, get in touch, let us know how it went. Yeah. What well, David has done just that. Yes. So, David says, just thought I'd let you know that the Sunday lunch was... A huge success. Yeah, what, the food or the whole... He goes on to say, we really hit it off. Yes. He says, she's lovely. He says, she's away for a few days now, but we've arranged to see one another next weekend. Fantastic. I think Richie and I will start to get a new hat, (laughs) you know what I mean? (laughs) Absolute
5: Radio.
1: Time podcast
2: with Bush and Richie is what happens when you take out all the music travel news regular news and adverts from the show Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them
0: talking. Joe in Bristol says, I'm just setting off to take Alfie, George, Noah and Zach all to football training. Brunel Bantam's rule, and only one of those boys is mine. Uh, but Joe says, it is fab to have them back training, so I'm not complaining
1: yet. What a fantastic name for a kids football club as well, the Brunel Bantams. Yes old top hats and all that kind of thing as well. <laughs> Bricks and Grasshoppers, that was the team I was part of. Really disappointing name. Uh, we've got a fellow on the line who is taxiing right now for other people. He texted us, we thought we'd call him back. Who's this? Steve. Steve, hello, it's Bush and Richie at Absolute Radio. How are you? Uh, not bad, not bad. Hey, Steve, real quickly, can we just uh, uh, celebrate you being one of those people that answers the phone with their name? You don't get that much these days. Yeah, old school mate, old school Old school, what's your job? I, certainly it's linked to having a certain type of job in it Just starting off by saying hello Steve, whatever your name is uh, I'm in sales Sales, okay good So you got the Bluetooth yeah. flashing on the ear there and everything as well, I like it
0: <laughs> And you <laughs> well, are a member so of the Hometime time Taxi Club we hear Yes I am, I am now, yep Off to pick my son up He's just finished uh, half
3: eight to half six So I'll be sticking him up in about ten minutes Just waiting on him now
1: Okay, and how long does it take you to get, uh, get and go and get him? Is it like a far, you know, a, a, a long-distance trip? Oh, it's
3: about 25 minutes in and 25 minutes back.
0: It's it would be quite a fair if you actually had a metre on. That's the point, <laughs> Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And
1: yeah. you get much out of him? Like, in, my eldest daughter is 10, and trying to find out from her how her school day has been is like the, trying to crack the Enigma code or something like that. Yep. What, what's it like getting info hey. out of him about how he's been...
3: I'm like, how was your day at work? Fine. I'm too tired to speak. Just take me home. Oh, dear me. Does
1: he he do anything nice for you because you go and get him from work all the time? Does he ever make your breakfast in bed or anything like that or make you a cup of tea? No, I have to buy him a Costa
3: every morning going in.
0: That's even worse. This is unbelievable. This is not how it's meant to work, fella. Unbelievable.
1: Tell me about it. Joe, you know, there needs to be maybe this is something to do with the uh the Hometown Taxi Club, there needs to be a union for I
0: think there does. You know,
1: fleeting taxi drivers who are not officially recognised, but we recognise you on this show. Off tack. Off tack. Absolutely. Would you like I to sign to up to, to off Yeah, absolutely,
3: yeah. I need to be represented. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Good luck, Steve.
2: Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore,
1: but we can't be bothered to think of a new name.
5: Absolute radio. We've
1: been talking about getting stuck in stuff. Here is a little podcast extra. Knickers.
5: Well, I don't know if this is just a me thing or whether the general sort of lady thing, but normal, normally, knickers, I have to have a couple of sizes smaller than my normal dress size. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so... A couple of years ago, I went to get a big pair of these suck-everything-in pants.
0: Yeah, right.
5: Okay. Yep. So I get my, what would be my normal size, and take them into the changing room, and obviously you have to try on over your normal underwear. Managed to kind of get it up, but then I couldn't get them down. (laughs) And I was sweating and I was panicking, and I didn't know what to do. And I think in the end, I was making that much noise that someone came to check on me. <laughs> and um, I had to tell them that I was stuck in a pair of big knickers.
1: How how does someone get um, r- type of cut out or um, uh, um, freed from a pair of big knickers? Is that the best way to put it?
5: <laughs> I had to let her into the changing room with a pair of scissors.
0: Oh, no. <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> Can I ask a question, just trying to put a positive spin on it? Yeah, sure. OK. Control pants. Mm-hm. They're obviously meant to really control things and keep it all herded in. Yes, but... It, but but so, if they've somewhere... done that to the extent that you're stuck in them, they're
1: obviously <laughs> a really good pair. There's too much control, though. That, maybe there's too much control in control pants that so you can't get them back off again.
5: <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely.
1: If you insist on listening to them in your
2: own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The
1: Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie.
0: How are we going to monetize this if it's in the cloud?
1: I think first download, it's £75.99, which includes
0: all different fitness classes and the entire box set. Sorry if you've joined us halfway through the podcast, which I think is highly unlikely. Uh, we're still talking about the idea that Bush and I now have of the home time fitness video. Watch the space.
4: Okay, guys, ready for this? One,
1: two, three, four. Bush and Richie's podcast. It is now over. Bush and East podcast. It is now over. Let me hear you say. A Bush and Richie's podcast. It is now over. Bush and Richie's podcast. It is now over It's over done. It's over, it's done